Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Franchising and You. My name is Paul Segretto. I'm your host Saturday mornings on all aspects of exploring, selecting, and starting the franchise business. In today's segment, we'll focus on financing your business with retirement funds, and it should be one of those shows that is quite opening. Franchising and You is a production of Franchise Foundry, and it's sponsored by three of the best sponsors I could wish for, Benetrends Financial, the law firm of Spady and Liana, and the real estate professionals at Retail Solutions. And speaking of Benetrends Financial, today's guest is from the Benetrends team, senior consultant Matt Trevellis. Matt, welcome to Franchising and You. Thank you, Paul. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, certainly, I'd like to express my gratitude to to Benetrends. Beyond sponsorship, uh, Benetrends and Franchise Foundry have formed a strong strategic partnership. And Matt, I believe we're just scratching the surface in our relationship. Indeed, we are. Indeed, we are. I'm uh, very happy for this strategic partnership, and it's only up from here. A lot of big things to come in 2019. Absolutely. Well, Matt, as I said, the title of today's segment or actually the subject is about retirement funds. The uh, the actual title is Use Your Retirement Funds to Buy a Business. So basically it's, you know, a how-to. Let's start with um, understanding the basics of, of rollovers of business startups, or more commonly known as ROBs. So why don't you just give us a tour of ROBs? Not a problem at all. So I'll just start with a little brief history on the Rainmaker program. It's uh, something that we are the architects and pioneers of for the last 36 years, almost 37 years now. Our founder, Len Fisher, who is also still a chairman of the board over at Benetrends, back in the early 1980s was an ERISA attorney. And while being an ERISA attorney, found a loophole in the ERISA code that allowed the Rainmaker program to come into full fruition. So we called the Rainmaker plan over the years the the IRS dubbed it the ROBS program, which is a terrible acronym in my opinion, but what that stands for is rollover for business startup. What that means is it allows clients of ours to tap into qualified retirement funds, which they can then leverage to put towards the startup or purchase of a business without any tax implications involved. So to expand on that, Uh, The Rainmaker program is one of the more popular funding strategies to purchase a business and very known within the franchising space. There are a couple of other spectrums that we use this program for. That is the recapitalization of an existing business, the startup of a new business, and the accusation, acquisition of an existing business as well, but most known for within the franchising space. A lot of the franchises sold in the United States utilize this program as a part or the funding source to go through that whole transaction. It was created for people in corporate America that want to be their own boss. They want to start their own business and opt into entrepreneurship. So the program itself comes down to a very simplistic four-step process, which I'll break down really quickly. And uh, the first step of that four-step program is for us to incorporate a corporate entity. In order for this to be compliant through the ERISA code, the initial structure of the corporation itself 
has to be a C corporation. So that's something that we handle on the back end. We do all the articles of incorporation, send all the articles to the Secretary of State. We take care of the corporate bylaws, corporate minute books, and that is the first step of the program to incorporate a C corporation. Second step of that program is to customize a retirement plan for that C corporation. Once a client engages us for the program, they'll be set up with someone on our new business team that will be able to walk them through the step one, step two of that four-step process. They'll be able to handle their incorporation and based off the company and the demographics of that company, they'll be able to customize a retirement plan for that corporation that meets the business owner's needs. So step one, operate a C corporation. Step two is where we'll customize a retirement plan for that C corporation. Step three is the only step that we are required to outsource. And the reason that is, is because we are not a licensed custodian. Therefore, we're legally not allowed to touch the funds within that qualified plan. So what we do is we actually have an established relationship with the custodian Fidelity. What Fidelity does is they simply facilitate the rollover of funds out of the client's current qualified plan into the new customized retirement plan for that C corporation. That is step three. And then step four and how this comes into full fruition is once those funds are rolled out of the client's current qualified plan into the new customized retirement plan for that C corporation, what happens then is those funds will then purchase the shares and stock of their own privately held corporation. And then that cash for stock exchange allows those funds then to roll into their corporate checking account. And then from that moment on, those funds are then available to utilize for anything that's considered a legitimate business expense. And that is the, that is the simplified force. That is the four step process in a nutshell to sum it up very uh, quickly, incorporate a corporate entity being a C corporation for that C corporation, facilitate the rollover of funds out of their current plans. We can pull funds from not just one plan, but multiple plans into that customized retirement plan for that C Corp. And then we facilitate that cash for stock exchange, which allows those funds to then be available in the corporate checking account, which they can use for whatever they need in order to achieve that ultimate end goal of opening that location. Well, it seems like, you know, four relatively uh, easy steps are using existing retirement account to, to fund a new business. And that's uh, 401k IRA, or other qualified retirement account that can be used, correct? Indeed, indeed. That's a great question. So the, to, in order to determine whether or not this program would be a good fit for you, to give an idea on what would qualify a candidate that, uh, to utilize this program, we can work with any qualified retirement plan out there, whether it's a 401k, a traditional IRA, 457b, 401, we can even work with thrift savings plans. The only type of plan that does not qualify for this program is a Roth IRA. And the only reason that is is because funds in that plan have already been paid taxes on. So it just doesn't qualify for the use of this program. However, we can pull funds from one plan. We can pull funds from multiple plans. It doesn't overcomplicate the way we structure things internally and it doesn't affect the cost associated with the program as well for our clients. 
So that's good to know. So how long does it take um, once the rollover starts occurring into the new corporation's plan, and then that's step two and then step three, the plan purchases stock? I mean, how long does it take till the uh, the new business owner is going to be able to utilize those funds? Great question, great question. So on average, it's about from the day of engagement until the funds are available within the corporate checking account, on average, it's about a 20 to 30-day time frame. Now, that is <clears throat> dependent on where the client is located. The reason that is is because step one and two of the program is usually the lengthier time frame for, uh, to get everything set up and have them access to their retirement funds. Based off the state they're located in, will determine how long it takes to incorporate that entity as well as to receive their tax ID number. Some states are a little bit further along than most where you can file online same day, receive that tax ID number, whereas some states, for example, where I'm located in Pennsylvania, are a little bit, a little bit more old-fashioned. Sometimes It's about a five- to seven-day incorporating time in order to receive that tax ID number. So that's where that 10-day gap comes into play for that 20 to 30-day time frame until those funds are available. And then if their funds are already with Fidelity, we can actually expedite that time frame. So instead of a 20 to 30-day time frame, we're looking at more of a 14 to 20-day time frame until those funds are available, and that's if their retirement plan is already with Fidelity. Got it. Matt, we have a, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a very direct question. <clears throat> from our listening audience, uh, all the way from Seattle, Washington, Daniel asks, what if I just withdraw the money? After all, it's my money, and I should be able to draw any time I wish, right? So great question, Daniel. So the reason why this program is advantageous for new business owners and those with a decent amount of retirement funds to leverage towards the startup or purchase of the business, I'm going to use an example. So let's say someone working in corporate America, somewhere within the range of 30 years old to 50 years old, let's say they have $100,000 worth of retirement funds within a 401k or maybe even a traditional IRA. If a client were to take a self-distribution, self-distribution is referred to when a client tries to withdraw funds from that retirement plan before the age of 59 and a half where those funds are available without tax penalties. What that client is subjected to is a 10% early withdrawal penalty, and then he's also getting hit with 20 to 30% state and federal taxation as well. So in that likelihood, with a client of $100,000 in an IRA, if he were to touch those funds before the age of 59 and a half, he'd be losing somewhere within the range of thirty dollars to $40,000 off the bat in tax penalties, whereas this is a program that allows our clients the full utilization of the funds within their plan to put towards the start of a purchase of the business of their business without any of those tax implications involved. So it's a very, uh, it's a funny vehicle that avoids any of those tax implications and allows you to leverage those retirement funds towards your business venture. So Daniel, I would say, um, do it the right way. Um, yeah, it's your money, but of course, as Matt just explained, there's some significant tax ramifications and penalties but it was a great question, and I'm one, you know, I'm one that always thinks that other people have similar questions. But of course, 
um, sometimes are afraid to ask. So I really appreciate um, you you asking that question. Of course, we appreciate all questions to Franchising and You. Just drop a note to me at paul at franchisefoundry.com at any time during the week or even while we're on the air, as time permits. We'll certainly respond on the show. But rest assured, you'll always receive response to your questions and fears. Uh, you gave us a great four-step process regarding the Benetrends Rainmaker program, and it, and it does seem quite simple. Um, before I, you know, basically steal your thunder, uh, explain, <laughs> you know, the benefits of, you know, the, the Rainmaker program and, and this entire ROBS program, because I really don't think people understand, you know, how many benefits there actually are. Of course, not a, pro, not a problem at all. So the advantage is that there's tons of benefits to the Rainmaker program. I'm going to review a couple of them right now with you. So the Rainmaker program allows you to invest retirement funds in your business without any tax or penalties, which is something that we just reviewed. But that is a huge advantage because if someone were to take that self-distribution and lose a large portion of those retirement funds due to tax implications, that's not something that anybody would want to go through. It allows you to also use a safe and proven plan based on long-standing provisions of the IRS. So in the 36 years of operation, <clears throat> if, in the likelihood or if there was a chance of a plan being audited, just to provide some reassurance, we've never not passed an audit in the 36 years of operation. We actually have internal, we actually have an internal staff that will handle the likely the case of an audit and that viability falls on us. We, it allows you to use pre-tax dollars to fund your business. All funds that are contributed into a retirement plan while working for corporate America or for a company are all funds that you're avoiding having to pay taxes on. So allowing the, through the use of the program to use pre-tax dollars to fund your business is definitely a huge advantage of the program. It allows you to gain business equity and an improved cash flow position from the start and opening of the actual business itself. Another pointer, it allows you to accelerate business profitability by eliminating or reducing any interest or debt. If you were to borrow money from someone else, this isn't like taking a loan against your plan. This is actually a funding vehicle that allows you the full utilization of the funds within your plan to put towards that business venture. Mm-hmm. It is a secure funding fast way to receive this funding within a two, three week time span. Sometimes with uh, SBA loans, they can take a little bit longer. This is a program that allows you to expedite that process a little bit quicker. Uh, Another benefit is that you can actually leverage a smaller portion of your retirement funds as your down payment requirement to secure an SBA loan, which I believe we will be getting into more detail after this as well. Mm -hmm. On top of that, Another huge benefit, and this is more of a peace of mind for those out there that may still be employed exploring the opportunity of opting into entrepreneurship. However, for the time being, you know, a lot of people have monthly expenses that they need to keep up with, so that's why they're afraid to leave their corporate America job because they, want to be, they, they don't want to lose out on that salary, which allows them to keep up with those monthly expenses. We actually have provisions within our plan documents that allow for our clients to draw a salary from the moment those retirement funds are available within their corporate checking account 
and it's whatever they deem as reasonable. So we usually tell our clients to speak to their CPA in order to determine what would be deemed as a reasonable salary in order for them to keep afloat. But if there's someone in corporate America that thinks they just don't have the time to explore entrepreneurship or have the uh, savings available to keep them afloat while taking care of all the day-to-day operations until that actual location would be opened up, they can actually draw a salary to the use of their retirement funds from the moment they're available with no corporate checking account. And there's no requirement on needing to wait three to six months for that cash flow to show positive through the revenue being accrued through the actual business itself. That's excellent. That certainly does provide uh, some peace of mind there for, you know, people trying to decide uh, what they want to do or how they're going to uh, operate their business. And, and of course, yeah, we, we, you just touched on, you know, SBA and it is good. They're able to use, you know, a portion of it for their um, cash infusion, uh, so to speak. And of course, there's really not anybody out there that's explored buying a business that hasn't heard about, you know, SBA. But I think a lot of people, you know, again, don't have a full understanding. Of course, you know, so we'll dispel this right away. The SBA doesn't actually lend the money, correct? That is correct. So little, so we actually have an arsenal of close to 200 different lenders throughout the country that are all preferred lending providers that work within the SBA space. So that's not the funds aren't provided from the SBA. They're provided from one of the lenders that we have a direct relationship with throughout the country. And based off that concept, brand, or industry, uh, we'll determine which lenders at our arsenal would be interested in financing the remaining portion of that project cost. So how does ROBS and the SBA program, you know, actually work together? Yeah, not a problem at all. So for a client, uh, most of the, I'd say most of our clients that we engage with are doing a combination of not only our Rainmaker plan, but also our SBA program as well. So someone with, let's say, a smaller portion of retirement funds within their checking account, let's just say as a hypothetical example, somewhere within the range of 50000 to 100000 and let's say they're exploring an opportunity or a franchise that has an overall project cost estimate of somewhere within the range of three hundred to 400000 what they can do is they can leverage that small portion of retirement funds <clears throat> through the use of our Rainmaker program. And then once those funds are available, they have the ability to leverage those retirement funds as that cash injection requirement for our SBA program. So little background on our SBA program. We are not a direct lender. What we are is more of a loan broker for, I'd say, like I said before, about 200 different lenders across the, throughout the country. And, Each one of these lenders has an appetite for specific industries, brands, and concepts. And considering we work with hundreds of emerging brands on an annual basis, our analysts already have an idea as to what banks would be interested in funding what types of brands, concepts, and industries. All of the lenders that we work with require a down payment or also referred to as a cash injection requirement somewhere within the range of 10 to 30%, which means that they will come in with uh, a best-case scenario, 90% worth of funding. Worst-case scenario is 70% worth of funding based off the overall amount that they're requesting. On average, 
we find somewhere within the range of three to six lenders that would be interested in financing the project. And each one of those lenders will then provide their own loan proposals, which from there we forward over to the client and then allow them some time to review their terms and agreements of each loan. And then from there, they have the ability to select the lender that they feel most comfortable with moving forward throughout the process. And, you know, having that option and that flexibility really reassures our clients because rather than them going to a local lender, let's say local to where they're located, we're out there uh, shopping around with all of our lenders in order to find the best rate possible for them. You know, and having uh, worked on thousands of franchise sales in, in my 36-year career, and right now doing uh, involved with anywhere between 30 and 50 transactions a year, I'm sure there's some people out there saying, well, I'll just go to my local bank, and then why should I use a, uh, a loan broker, so to speak? And I'll tell you from experience, very, very few people that wind up going the, uh, the local bank route are really satisfied with the process. Uh, it always seems to be a lot longer, um, a lot more um, questionable, because I don't think in many cases the uh, the local bank has an understanding of franchising or a particular uh, industry segment. The only time I've really seen it work well when they're working with their local bank is if they've already have a banking relationship established. And, of course, as we deal with some you know, sophisticated multi-unit restaurant operators that might own, you know, 10, 20, 50, 100 different uh, units across multiple, multiple brands. Um, usually in those cases, they already have a very solid um, financial relationship with the bank and the bank understands what they're doing. So everybody out there, you know, please, you know, keep that in mind. Don't think, you know, going through a broker is, is not a necessity. Uh, in my estimation, they have somebody working with you, somebody working um, along the lines for your best interest. And as Matt explained, you know, you'll come back with, you know, three to six different, you know, term sheets from different banks. And obviously you can negotiate. What, what would vary, Matt, on some of those term sheets from one lender to the next? Yeah, great question. Great question. So. Each lender obviously differentiates in terms of what their requirements are for collateral, post-closing liquidity, et cetera. <clears throat> but the interest rates per lender obviously vary, and that's based off of where they're located and how strong the financial assessment that our clients fill out and return to us is. But interest rates vary between the range of, I'd say on average, what I'm seeing on most of the time with a large portion of my clients somewhere within the range of uh, 7 to 8.5% on average for interest rates. doesn't mean that we can't find any uh, lenders that will come in with lower, obviously, if the finances are strong. But interest rate is obviously one of the things that differentiate the most across a lot of our lenders, as well as collateral. Some lenders require uh, collateral more than others, whereas a lot of other lenders will also look at post-closing liquidity. They just want to make sure that <clears> – <throat> based off that business and how it does throughout the years of um, ownership that if for whatever reason it fails that, you know, you have something to cover that and in order to pay that loan back. And the, the credit score requirement, just to mention that briefly, is, straight, is straightforward across the board with all of our lenders. The minimum requirement is a 680. So as long as you have north of a 680 credit score, 
is most likely not going to be an issue for us to find a lender to come in with financing for your project. And then term lengths uh, for that loan, straightforward across the board as well. You're looking at 10 years on the length of that term loan. However, those come with no prepayment penalties. So our clients can pay off the loan as quickly as, you, as they'd like without accruing any penalties. And I mean, I'd say on average, depending on how profitable the business is, takes our clients somewhere within the range of three to five years to pay off that loan. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I appreciate all the information you've provided us today. And of course, thank you for visiting with us. Is there anything else you believe our listeners need to know, tie up loose ends on what we discussed today? You know, maybe, you know, get involved a little bit as far as, you know, cost to get this done. Most definitely, most definitely. So I want to review cost. Also want to review one more qualification in relation to what would deem a client as a good fit for this program. And that is the amount of retirement funds that they have available within their plan. So the program really starts to make sense if the client is looking to utilize anywhere north of forty-five dollars to $50,000 worth of retirement funds towards the actual transaction of their business startup or purchase. reason that is, is if they were to take a self-distribution of any amount lesser than 45000 they may end up paying a little bit less in tax implications than they would that um, in relation to paying us for the overall cost to set the program up. So there's two fees associated with the program. The one fixed rate fee that covers the whole four-step process up until the point where those retirement funds are available is $49.95. So it's just a hair under $5,000, which includes all of their incorporation services, will obtain their tax ID number, handle their articles of incorp, take care of their company bylaws, minute books, stock certificates, will take care of their plan adoption agreement set up, their initial stock valuation for their newly, C corporate, newly created C corporation, and they also are provided with unlimited consultation with their own dedicated retirement plan analysts on the design and compliance requirements for their new retirement plan as well as their adoption agreement. So $4,995 to set everything up until the point where their retirement funds are available. And then we also charge a ongoing retirement plan administration fee to administer the retirement plan on the back end. We break that down into a monthly concurring payment to assist our clients with their cash flow. That is $145 a month. And that starts the, a month after the client engages for uh, our Rainmaker program when we customize their plan. And those services that are included with that 145 a month, we actually we handle their yearly preparation of their 5500 form. They have their own dedicated RPA. We take care of their annual compliance testing and contribution limit review. We calculate their retirement plan contributions, determine their employee eligibility investing schedule, take care of the distribution processing and 1099R form, preparation and participant loan processing. We review and reconcile their account statements handle their annual fair market value oversight report, take care of the required plan amendments and restatements. We also handle their plan design and contribution consulting. We provide them with tax saving strategies, but for example, contributions, stock versus asset sale, and the exit strategy of the business as related to the retirement plan. And we also provide, their, we also provide the employer with required employee notifications as well. So Excellent. two fees. Seems like program. a lot of value. <laughs> a lot, lot of value, a lot of value with this program. It's not, 
It's not simply a program where we get them access to their retirement funds. We're with them from start to finish up until they actually exit the business, and we're here from a consultative standpoint to provide them with exit strategies. And it's more of a cross that bridge when you get there. But based off what their business looks like, we'll be able to provide them with tax mitigation and exit strategies in order to make sure that this program is most advantageous for the actual owner of the business themselves. Excellent. Before before we run out of time, I just want to remind everybody it's Benetrends.com. That's correct, right, Matt? Yep, www.benetrends.com. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the program, you can actually download our Rob's funding guide directly off the website. Excellent. Well, thank you for being our guest today. And as you explore franchising and business ownership, I'd like to remind you about Accelerate Success Cafe. It's a daily resource that upon subscribing, you'll find in your email each morning at 6 a.m. Central Time and again on Saturdays at 6 a.m. with the weekend edition. It's basically a daily aggregation of news pertaining to entrepreneurship and business ownership, all in one convenient place this past week. We even added special focus on restaurants and lifestyle entrepreneurship, and we'll certainly keep mixing things up. It really is uh, exciting. So all you need is a cup of coffee, 15 minutes, and an intriguing mind. You can start your day in the know. And as I announced last week, coming soon each morning at 7 a.m. Central, is the Accelerate Success Cafe podcast. It will start at some point in April. We'll share more information in the coming weeks. Remember, if you've missed any segment of franchising in you, all are available at www.blocktalkradio.com slash franchising and you. Well, that's it for this week. Dream it, wish it, do it. Have a great day. Have a great day, everybody.